Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialty in somatic and holistic practices. On this podcast, we normalize talking about important mental health topics such as depression, anxiety, grieving, trauma, personality disorder, and much more. Thank you for joining me today and let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today, we are talking about understanding masculine and feminine traits. And this topic has nothing to do with gender, has nothing to do with boy-girl, male-female. It has everything to do with the traits you possess as a human and how you present yourself to the world. And so it's important to understand that we all have both masculine and feminine traits. And some people have an imbalance of these traits. They may have more masculine traits than feminine or more feminine traits than masculine. And again, I do want to stress this has nothing to do with gender. So there are men who appear and present themselves very feminine in their lifestyle and their approach to life and their personality style. And there's women who are more masculine in their presentation and how they interact in the world. In order to be a healthy, balanced human being, we want to have both sets of traits, a balance of both. Think of people that you know who are great decision makers, but they're also caring and nurturing. People who are very powerful in their careers, but they also go home and are affectionate with their children. People who are kind and thoughtful and giving, but also logical decision makers and powerful. These people have a balance of both masculine and feminine traits. As we discuss this, I'm going to ask you to just sort of self-reflect as we move through this podcast today to see Which one are you? Are you more masculine or are you more feminine? And when we go through this, I really want you to understand it because you want to have a balance of both. Um, It doesn't mean that you're living wrong or that your life is not healthy, but it's good to be balanced and not one-sided in our lives. And it really helps and it might give you more understanding of your approach to relationships, your approach to parenting, your relationship to yourself. All these things are important. So remember, I always say the goal to therapy is to get to know yourself really well. So understanding if you're more masculine in your traits or more feminine in your traits is really important because you get to know yourself in such a great and deeper way and you understand how you approach life and how people view you. And when you know this information, you just find your way easier in the world, you interact better in the world, you understand how people are responding to you, and you understand why you respond in a certain way. What I want you to think about first and foremost is when you were a child, think of your caregivers. And your caregivers could have been parents or grandparents, um, whoever raised you. And think about your parents, and if you had two parents in the home or a mother and a grandmother, whatever you had raising you, I want you to think of the parent you tried to please the most. Think of the parent who you wanted to make proud, the one that you wanted to get their attention. And so think about that for yourself. Who was the parent or the caregiver that you really longed for their attention? 
And once you pinpoint who that person is, I want you to think about what did you have to do to get that person's attention? For a young male, he may really want and long for the attention of his father, so he might play sports and do really well and excel in his physical activities because he knows that will make his father proud. It could be as a young male, your mother is the person that you wanted to please the most, so you became more nurturing, more affectionate, more caregiving. As a young female, if your father was the person you wanted to please the most, you might have been a little tougher, tomboy, uh, more powerful in your decision-making, a little tougher girl, if uh, that's how your father wanted you to please him. And as a little girl, if you were trying to please your mother, and your mother was more feminine, you might be more feminine yourself, more affectionate, more nurturing, caregiver, creative, that sort of thing. So once you know the parent you wanted to please, and you can pinpoint what you had to do to please that parent and start to understand the reason you are the way you are and the traits that you've overdeveloped. For an example, imagine a woman who is very tough, very strong, very stoic, not very warm, not cuddly and nurturing, but she's a tough lady, strong lady. And we asked this woman, who was the parent she wanted to please the most? And her response is, I always wanted to please my father and not so much please him, but be strong and tough because he used to abuse us. He used to abuse my sister and me. This is the woman speaking, um, hypothetical woman speaking. My father used to abuse us and I wanted to be strong and tough so he would not make me cry. My sister used to cry and I didn't want to cry so I got tougher and tougher and every time he abused us I wouldn't cry. And as a result this woman fast forward 30-40 years and living in life she's very masculine held in her body, very strong, very stoic, very powerful, not warm, not emotional, not nurturing. And she became like her father, not abusive, but just very stoic, very strong. No one could hurt her. And as a result of this type of personality, she ended up marrying a man who was more feminine because she needed someone to balance her. And that was not a conscious decision. It's just the way it is. When we are looking at relationships, if we're not self-aware, our unconscious takes over and we find someone that matches our weaknesses, our wounds. Um, it's trauma bonding. And so this person who is more masculine as a female may end up with a partner who's more feminine. And so this woman, this hypothetical woman we're talking about, realized through therapy and counseling that she really carried herself more masculine. Her masculine traits were way extreme and her feminine traits were not. And the work is starting to balance those because she wanted to be more nurturing and warm and caring toward her husband. She wanted to be more nurturing and caring and loving toward her children. But because these masculine traits were so overdeveloped as a child, she didn't have those more feminine traits. And so it's important for her now to do the healing work 
And those masculine traits served her well. There's nothing negative about being masculine or having these masculine traits. They served her well, but they didn't make her a complete human because she didn't have the capacity to nurture and care for her children and her husband in a way that she really longed for. So the work now for her is to start to develop those traits and start to practice them. And it's going to feel like a foreign language for a while, but she will be able to do it with practice and awareness. So let's talk about you. Think back to what we just talked about a few minutes ago. Who was the parent you wanted to please? And if you can look at who you are as an adult and how you carry yourself in the world, are you more masculine-based or more feminine-based? And that will really give you the good indicator of if you're imbalanced in your masculine and feminine energy. So I will give you some masculine traits and I will give you a list of feminine traits. And you can just, if you're sitting, you can do a checklist at home and write these down, which ones you possess and which ones you don't. Or if you're just following along and listening um, in your car or while you're exercising, just make some mental notes. Some feminine qualities include receptive, passive, intuitive, inward, unconditional love, understanding, nurturing, tenderness, kindness, creative, feeling, allowing, ease, emotional, sensitivity, surrender, radiance, flow, stillness. And some masculine traits are projective, active, giving, expansive, outward, confident, inner strength, responsibility, focus, logical, support, stability, direction, assertive, certain, capable, discipline, courage, boundaries, clarity, protection. So those are some energetic uh, traits of masculine and feminine. And there's also more as far as this huge list. You can Google lists of this. So sometimes masculine traits are more athletic muscular. So there's physical traits of masculinity. And there's also feminine traits, softer, curvier, that sort of thing. You can Google all sorts of traits for masculine and feminine and really do this work for yourself to see who you are and how you carry yourself in the world. Let's go back to you and your traits. As I say these traits, I want you to think about what are the strongest traits you possess? What are the strongest traits you possess? Are they more feminine or more masculine? And as you do this thought process, I want you to think of if you could name the one trait that really stands out for you the most, what would it be? Would it be if you're a masculine trait person? Would it be logical? Would it be assertive? Would it be reactive? Would it be aggressive? What is your one trait that really stands out for you? And pick one that really stands out for you as you reflect. And if you're more feminine, are you more creative, emotional, sensitive, nurturing, soft? Pick a trait that's yours and that's your most extreme trait that you can pinpoint. 
And this might take some reflection. You may not be able to do this right now while we're sitting here in the podcast, but when we get done, spend some time thinking about it and then come back and listen again and do the work. Because what I would like you to do is pinpoint that one trait that is your extreme trait. And the reason I have you do that is because in order to become a good balance of both more masculine and feminine traits, you want to be able to balance that one extreme trait with the opposite. And the opposite might not always seem clear, like the opposite of aggressive might not be passive. The opposite of aggressive might be responsive, thoughtful. The opposite of logical might not be illogical. It might be more emotional. Think about the wise brain. And if you've been in any therapy uh, trainings, you'll know, or if you've been in counseling, you know, the wise brain is a combination between using your emotional brain and your rational brain. It's where the emotional and the rational intersect. And that's where your wise brain is. You use both. Wisdom is using both emotional and rational. So that's why those two would be opposite. A very rational person that just makes decisions without any emotion at all um, is very extreme. And a person who makes decisions based on emotions only with no logic or rationality is also very extreme. We want to meet in the middle we can rest there and use our wise brain. Pinpoint your extreme trait. Identify whether it's masculine or feminine. And then see if you can come up with your own opposite. There's no right answer. You probably know intuitively where you're lacking. If you're a thoughtful person, reflective person, you spend time really trying to become your best self, you may already know where you're not strong. And you might have been told by partners, you might have been told by your children or your parents where you're lacking. Really do a a thorough, reflective, self-aware check and find out where your weaknesses are. And if you don't know, ask somebody you trust, someone that cares about you, someone that will tell you in a very loving way where your strong point is and where you need some work in your personality because we all do. Nobody's uh, perfect and no one has a perfect balance, but some people have a really good balance of masculine and feminine traits. They can be both logical and thoughtful. They can be very um, linear, but also creative. They can be very strong and decision-making, but they also can be nurturing and affectionate. So some people have both traits, and I really encourage you to develop both sets of traits. Even if you're a man, those feminine traits are so important for relationship, for caring for other people, for parenting. It's really important. And as a female... It's important to be able to make good decisions and take care of yourself. It's good to have a balance of both traits, whether you're male or female, we need both. If you possess more feminine traits and you've been wounded in your life, you, it may manifest itself as powerlessness, weakness, manipulation, withholding, neediness, codependency, oversensitive, and over-emotional. 
this is wounded feminine traits and wounded masculine traits look like perpetrator, abuse of power, dominance, aggression, control, competitive, confrontation, criticism, abuse, avoidance, unsupportive, unstable. That would be wounded masculine traits. And so why do I share this? Masculine traits can be very powerful, strong, and healthy, but wounded masculine traits can be very abusive and critical and confrontational. And same is true for feminine traits. Feminine traits can be very loving and nurturing and kind, but they also can be very manipulative, codependent. These are traits, remember, they're not male-female. Think about your life. Think if you've been wounded in certain ways. And if you can relate to the wounded feminine traits or the wounded masculine traits, then you definitely need some healing in those areas. And as always, I encourage you to get the coaching and the counseling that you need because you, it's okay to be feminine. It's okay to be masculine. It's not okay to be wounded and live there and reside there for your life. You don't have to stay there. You can heal and you can move into healthy place of feminine and masculine traits. And then once you move into a healthy place for feminine and masculine traits, then you move into learning how to balance those traits so you have a good balance of both. You want to move through this world and understand yourself. You want to be able to make great decisions and be rational and thoughtful and assertive, but you also want to be kind and nurturing and loving and affectionate. We want you to have both sets of traits. And so it's important for you to really do some self-reflection on this. Sit with yourself. What I will do is I will post these traits in the Facebook page, You're Not For Everyone. And you can actually look at it yourself and look at the list that I posted. But I also suggest that you Google masculine traits, feminine traits, and sit with yourself. Circle the traits that you have, both feminine and masculine. And then notice how many traits you circle more of, more masculine or feminine. And whichever traits you circle more of, that's your stronger side. And then just understand that you are maybe more masculine than feminine in your presentation in the world. And that's okay. We're just learning about ourselves. And then once you decide whether you're more masculine or feminine, start to pick out traits on the opposite side that you want to develop the feminine traits that you want to develop, the masculine traits that you want to develop, and then just start practicing those. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to feel like you're pretending or faking it, but you might have to fake it till you make it because this is new. If you've been trying to prove yourself as a very strong, assertive person your whole life, it's going to feel uncomfortable to be affectionate, nurturing, and sweet. If you've been kind, emotional, and creative your whole life and you want to make better decisions, it's going to take some efforting. It's going to take some real thoughtful work to be assertive and to make decisions. But it can be done. And as always, and I just said it a few minutes ago, if you can't do it on your own, get the coaching and the help that you need. 
You do not need to do any of this work alone. You can always get the help you need by getting a counselor, a coach, someone that can guide you, a mentor, a role model. So I encourage you to sit, reflect, find what traits you are more accustomed to presenting to the world within yourself. Start to balance those traits. You are worth it. Your relationships are worth it. You'll become more well-rounded as a human. You'll be able to be more understanding and kind and more productive as a human in your relationships, in your work, and in your own personal way of living. Again, I will post this in the Facebook page. I would love to hear your feedback. So remember, you can write to me through the Facebook page. You're not for everyone. Send me a message. I hope that you find that this is helpful to you to become a more balanced person. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please go down into the episode description and click the link support the show and you can buy me a coffee. Another way to support is to write a review or to share the podcast with friends. And great news, my workbook is now available on Amazon. This book aligns with the first 30 episodes of the podcast and provides journaling prompts to help you through self-reflection as you move through your own personal healing journey. Stay well, and I look forward to having you back next time.